minutes and a tea with Kate Spencer. And this was a bit of an impromptu recording because we haven't really got a topic. Right, so this is going to be really interesting for people. The podcast of no topic. <laughs> Kate, wow. Kate did say, wouldn't it be great if we could do a phone in? Yeah, that would be really good, but I don't know how that would happen. Would anybody want to be part of a phone Of course people would. <laughs> and if people didn't want to be part of it, we would never, ever record it. So it would just We're not be... just going to have us sitting there, are we, waiting for the phone to ring? And I once did that, you know, I got, I had a company, That's so a company and I got a business phone. All my life, I wanted a business line, and I got one, and I waited weeks and weeks. I got a posh phone, I set up the answer phone and everything, and I waited weeks and weeks for Aww. the phone to ring, and it did. Eventually, it was a wrong number. I was gutted. Oh, no. Yeah, I had all my pattern ready. I had, you know, I was, I'd nearly jumped off my seat when the phone rang. Oh. So, Kate's busy scrolling. Yeah, I'm scrolling. I'm looking at, um, there's a poster that's quite nice. It says, what to weed out. Oh, this that reminds me of Garden Grow. How does your garden grow in the happiness happiness map? map. So we've got a program that we did called the Happiness Map, and one of the modules that Emma did was working with metaphor, and that reminds me of that. And what was really good about that is that it can give you loads of insights, loads of healing, and loads of signposting as well, and it's in processing too, and. It's not the horrible scab picky experience that sometimes you have to go through in order to get to the root okay. <laughs> of what's Ooh. going on. Nice so, job, Max. <laughs> so, why don't we talk about that, about working with I'm metaphor. Sorry. And also, what was nice is, when you do this, you actually sit and draw it. Yeah. So, what that does is, it gets you into a creative flow space and which turns down your inner critic and gets you into a different part of your mind a bit like when you meditate so instead you're in this lovely creative flow space where you kind of lose track of time it's a bit like doodling isn't it Mm -hmm. and the right stuff comes out and then after you're finished you can go off and have a cup of tea or whatever and then come back and look at it and ask yourself ooh what does that mean and why is that there so let's talk about that let's talk about how does your garden grow what do you need to weed out well what we got people to do was uh, we talked them through like a whole series of looking at this starting with a blank piece of paper a load of pens pencils felt tips and all that stuff you know and what would go in your garden of life what would it look like you know uh, thinking about boundaries thinking about Mm. fences thinking about is there a body of water in there is there a body what (laughs) i thought you were gonna say is there a body okay we've just finished line of duty here and there (laughs) (laughs) she's not lost the plot (laughs) we've been we're big fans um so yeah is there a body of water is there an orchard is there a house is there a dwelling place Mm. you know and we used all of these things we talked about can you remember when we were talking about insects in the garden yeah and we talked about pests garden pests pollinators that were going to help things to grow and help things to thrive and help things to seed and do you know what my most profound uh, part of that was and really uh, emotive part was when we talked about the things that we plant in life the seeds that we plant with the best hope in the world and all the excitement and anticipation and then they don't grow for whatever reason 
yeah. long lost hopes and dreams, the things that we've diligently tended the earth with. Or things that do grow and then, and then they die. And we did loads and loads of work on um, honouring the things that um, have grown and died. And, or things that didn't grow. And the and the long lost hopes and dreams it was it was an absolutely fascinating module and i think did we not add like an extra fortnight to that because yeah, people were so it was, into it it was really really good and um people got to to plant seeds for the future yeah as well and we did a bit of like bulbs that are going to happen every year with yeah. you, you can bring seasons and cycles it into it as well um and seasons obviously you know you see those memes on facebook about um, the trees know know what to do because they let it go in the autumn, ready to grow in the spring and stuff like that. So, it's it felt on the surface maybe initially like a little bit whimsical and a little bit well you know okay I'll do it. But actually, what people got from it was really really profound, and I think a lot of people had insights that they may not have had. Mm. Um, and it was really, really healing for a lot of people and very, very insightful. So if people like this idea and they want to try it on themselves, I would say the first step is get all of your, your arty stuff together. Uh, go in, go in your kids' uh, book bag and get <laughs> their pencil case and get some paper and whatnot. But also set the scene. For me, it was um, an opportunity to do some, some really good healing work if you want to honor the process and maybe if you want to light a candle if you want to have some nice music on in the background if you want to get yourself a, a nice warm drink you know emma loves the feel of warm cuddly things she might mm. want to have like a special rug or cushion or something like that because you can get stuff come up in exercises like this that are quite big oh absolutely well even just saying to someone if you had a long lost hopes and dreams corner in your garden, what would be in it? Mm -hmm. That was huge for people. Mm -hmm. And the seeds that didn't grow, the plants that have withered or died. The weeds. The weeds, the mm -hmm. plants that are ailing or dying. We had loads of categories and asking people to represent them. Yeah. Share them and talk about them. And, and people it, even went into detail about like some of the weeds were thistles with spikes on and they were harmful and painful and they felt like they'd been you know injured yeah and the body of water depending on how you want to draw that and how you perceive it and the other thing is don't overthink it remember yeah, that come yeah. back to that in a minute but the body of water it could have been a glistening beautiful stream with dragonflies and um, gorgeous pebbles and lovely tumbling water or it could have been a stagnant puddle depending on how you feel and what comes through for you so yeah i was going to say don't overthink mm -hmm. it was said to people didn't we when they yeah. sit down to start mm -hmm. the whole idea is just let it come up and do whatever feels right but people were using stickers people were cutting things out of magazines people that felt they couldn't draw mm -hmm. we were going through the argos book we were literally yeah. you know mm -hmm. the seed catalogs you get through the door and stuff mm -hmm. like that we were just really there were no rules went with this whatsoever and mm -hmm. it, it got some really incredible shares and people then did um as part of the module we encouraged people to take a photograph and talk about it but a lot of people did a video walkthrough and yeah. the, the epiphanies came in the sharing mm -hmm. and then they'd say oh my god i didn't realize that was next to that until i started talking about it mm -hmm. and i didn't realize i'd colored that in black and all of these things started to come together. And then other people would comment on it and say, oh, well, this is what I get from it. And even mm -hmm. more epiphanies happened. And I think 
this is something as well like you can do i mean we use the garden but you could use the beach theme yeah you could use the forest theme whatever it is you want to do but also it's a pretty good way as well to involve your kids if you want to definitely if you want to do something creative and crafty or if you want to do some emotional work with a child absolutely and, and it's or a teenager oh 100 what was the um program we just finished recently and i did like the relationship island uh, and like a spiritual walkthrough and it was about drawing and it was kind it of was the happier map the happier map yeah because we, we did, did a, a different we did a revamped it. version of it yeah. in lockdown mm-hmm. um because we knew people needed different things in lockdown so we did a different version of it so the bones of it were the same but you you adapted that slightly and we adapted quite a lot of things absolutely and it's even and, and i remember the very first time we did the happiness map it was a mentor from kate's life and soul academy I'm not going to over-egg the pudding. It was life-changing for her Mm -hmm. in realising that she could draw and create and share. And she kept coming back and going, this is like, you don't even understand. Never mind the garden. The fact that I can can draw. It sort of took the lid off this whole creative energy and force oh, it was within like a her. tsunami wasn't it i know and it's just served us so well and it's really helped in our spirituality in our growth in our intuition setting up our own page yeah, all exactly. of that stuff yeah. and it's it, and i think this comes down to as well a little bit of what do we tell us about ourselves mm-hmm. i can't draw i can't do this um that's not for me but when you're in a program like that and you're with other people and you're kind of you know and they are support, showing up yeah supporting each other and you're also thinking and I, I do want. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to waste. You know any. Well, for me, it would always come down. I don't want to waste any money. Yeah. I want to get really good value for money here. So and I want to show up for myself. Stuff it. I might as well try. Mm-hmm. So that's. I mean, Kate's sitting on my desk now, and one of the things you can notice straight away is I've always got paper and pens, coloured pencils. There's packets of pens and things, and actually in the basket just to your left, Kate, I did some mm-hmm. drawing on. I like A3 paper. Oh yeah. And I write words. Sometimes I just write words down or colours or something like that. But even just giving yourself half an hour with a piece of paper and some pens, it's incredible. Now, interestingly, when I did, um, I did two years specific targeted training at like a sort of play therapy counsellor. And all of the away training stuff I went on, it was all based around oftentimes just paper and pens, Uh paint, blank paper, very little in the way of structure. But once the stuff's out there and your creative mind just starts playing, it's absolutely incredible what comes out. Yeah, so this is something that most people will be able to access very, very easily Mm -hmm. and do themselves if they want to. So you don't have to stick to a garden theme but what you do have to do is you have to kind of commit to the time to do it. Yeah. And um, what I would want to say to people is, although it sounds, you know, a bit whimsical, maybe, this is the work. When we say to people and when you see on when you see on social media, do the work, do the healing. If you've got work to do on forgiveness, on uh, motivation, on self-sabotage, on getting unstuck on your health, on weight, on relationships, on anything in your life that you feel is out of kilter. And let's face it, we've all got something that could be improved because the human condition is a journey through evolution and self-improvement. Whatever it is, this is worth it. And it might only take half an hour of your time, but it's a really useful exercise to engage in. And once you've done it, 
as I say, you could go off, have a cup of tea. It's, it's a good idea, I think, to change your state after mm-hmm. you've finished. Oh, definitely. Uh, go for a walk, put it away, look at it the next day, something like that. And then come back and sit with it and really own it and ask yourself some really soul-searching questions about, wow, what do I think that means and why would I have put that there? And um, if it did have a, a different meaning, what would it be? And really open up to the possibility of this self-exploration tool because it can bring you so many epiphanies and insights that you can then really own and work with to do the healing work that you need to do. And another really great point as well is if you're coming back to something, just to look at it and think, how do I feel looking at this in front of me? Mm-hmm. What do I notice about this? Mm-hmm. I might notice I've used a lot of dark colours. I might notice there's a lack of colour. I might notice... There might be a lot of blank space. Exactly. I might notice, actually, I'm looking at this and I feel really angry or I feel quite sad or I feel yay me. So just actually looking at something and checking in with how you feel, I think is often a really, really misstep. Mm -hmm. And you could could journal about it, you could write about it if you wanted to, um, or you could just sit with it and notice and just integrate what you've seen and just honour that as where you were at when you did that drawing and, and what insights that maybe your the creative subconscious part of your mind is bringing through for you that you may not have been aware of if you were in your conscious Kate's, mind Kate's looking at me thinking why are you smiling why are you smirking smiling and gooning on because what I was going to ask was if I could mention I was gonna, I was thinking oh this is all program related and we do some really mint programs and I was going to ask Kate what was your favorite part of the happiness map and then I thought but I'm so excited about programs. Can I read the list if I can find it for the next one? Just some of the titles. Oh, if you want to. Go swear a s- warning. There's quite a serious swear warning coming up. I think what was my favourite part? The happiness map. Um, I found it straight away. I don't really know. I liked all of it. I like, I, I, the favourite. I didn't have a favourite module. I, the favourite part of me was watching people go through the process. Definitely. And sharing it. And maybe the forgiveness fire was my favourite one. Um, yeah, yeah, that was really stuff. that was really, really profound. So swear warning if okay. you have kids around and depending on when you're listening to this, this may or may not be relevant, but this is now twenty twenty one and we're in the summer and in the autumn of twenty twenty one we it's we think in the September October time yeah. we are we we've had a little mull on a programme that we are going to think about doing and it's uh, a, a month-long program and it's based on the shit cart and it's all about getting your shit together so there's a lot of shit in here so yeah it's 30 days 30 exercises pay what you feel i'm going to read the first page <coughs> then i'm going to pass it to kate to read the second page so each day has a new title for 30 a little, a little task a little bite-sized task that you can do Exactly. To help yourself get your shit together. If you did Month of Magic, you know what I'm talking about. So this is probably going to be called something like Get Your Shit Together. Okay. (laughs) So, (laughs) shoveling shit, the shit cart, the shit convoy, the shit show, give a shit, got the shits, what a shit there, relationships, (laughs) shit the bed, bucket full of shit, shits and giggles, shit a day, big shit and little shit, sort your shit out, eat shit, the good shit. Over to Kate. (laughs) So, same shit, different day. That's about nothing changing. Stop it. Uh, the, <laughs> the the bad shit, what you're consuming, the shitty stick, 
which is about hitting yourself with a shitty stick. Shit house. Sh- what does that say? I'll shine your shit. <laughs> Stop polishing a turd. Shit or bust. That's about money. Shit or sugar. <laughs> that's about flexibility. Shit or get off the pot. <laughs> Don't give a shit. Chicken shit, which is about getting out of your comfort zone. Your shit list. Holy shit. <laughs> Holy shit and meditation. Shit creek survivor. Shit went down but you survived. Shit talk. Gossip. <laughs> shit out of luck. Shift your perspective. And the shit sandwich. And we've got a little asterisk there and it says, bonus shits up. <laughs> so it's about getting your shit together. And we just thought it would be quite funny to put shit in every single title. But you know what? If that doesn't happen... Then it's just been laughed talking about it. Oh, I know, and we have so much fun designing these, don't we? Mm-hmm. We just get big bits of paper and we sit and we know we're on a winner. What do you mean if this doesn't happen? <laughs> I take offence. We know that it's going to be really, really good. We know we've hit on something when we're crying with, with laughter, laughter, yeah. absolutely crying. So that is going to be coming uh, at some point in the autumn of the yes, twenty twenty-one. I mean, you know, but there is that. Although it's comedy titles. There is a more serious side where, like, for example, Shit the Bed is about your nighttime routine. It's about actually getting your evening routine nailed so you get a really good sleep, so you feel well rested. It's really about self care. Uh, you said relationship, but it's actually relationship. Oh, no, I said relationships. Oh, did you? Yeah. And that's about, obviously, relationships, and I'll probably touch a bit on toxic people and stuff like that with that. Uh, shit or bust is about money and flow and manifestation. Um, so, yeah, although they've all got shit in the midst, it's a, a real-life thing, so it should help people. It's going to be absolutely epic. It will not be shit. It will not be shit. <laughs> yeah, and we're going to do pay what you feel on that, like we did uh, with Month of Magic, because we, we did, like, um, a Be More Kevin campaign, didn't we? We did. Kevin crossing our field of dreams. So we were like, yeah, we'll build it, and people will come, and the right people will come at the right time, so it's totally fine, and just pay what you think. Because you can get into that whole thing about... Um, launching programs and stuff where it just becomes so not fun or scary or chewy Mm -hmm. and we gave that up a while ago because actually we just it's just a massive energy drain oh big time absolutely big time but when you can line up to the right people coming at the right time and you've got something that you know is really going to help people yeah you don't need to get angsty about be more it kevin. yeah totally be more kevin so hashtag be more kevin hot in the day kevin costner yeah exactly hot in the day hot in Although, the, day. the mullet did he have a mullet in that yeah, I think not as, he did something with Waterworld. I think that was mullety, and I think <laughs> Dances with Wolves was post, very, very mullety. That wasn't his hair; it was a wolf. <laughs> That's the point. He did have it was hair a tail. in it. It was a wolf tail. No, I mean his actual hairdo. I know that. Whatever. Oh, moving on. Look, Kevin Costner Talking was shit. What is <laughs> bodyguard? That's all I'm saying. All right, okay. The bodyguard. Right. So on that note, we will say goodbye to you from me and from. Costner. And Emma the Trumpet.